How does the activist land the corporate dollars to make change? How does the child leave a movement? Hello Greta, anyone. And how did the millennial convince the boomer? What do these situations have in common? They had make or break moments where influence was created and light bulbs went off. I'm Rebecca Nedelik, and this is Nuance of Impact, a podcast to get lost in the stories of those making change. Together, we'll chat, learn, and ponder the nuanced make-or-break moments that make social impact so impactful. I hope you enjoyed episode one. And since you've listened to it, I thought this might be a good time to share the story of nuance of impact, where the idea came from, and and the stories of the amazing people who brought the project together. So here's the story. In the depth of COVID-19, I was probably like a lot of you, I was really tired and I was afraid and in search of some inspiration. I mean, reasonably, I think a lot of people were doomsdaying and many still are. I mean, we're, we're definitely far from out of this yet, but I felt like I needed some inspiration and so I was going to do what I usually do, which is reach out to people I'm inspired up, catch up, fuel up, laugh, find out what's going on in their lives. But in the wake of COVID and Black Lives Matter, seeking inspiration for myself seemed a bit self-serving. Well, when I hear myself say that out loud, maybe I'm, maybe that's just some negative self-talk. But regardless, I thought maybe I could do more. I thought about what inspired me and I realized being fueled by people who are not only making a difference and making impact, but people who found success and whatever that word meant for them. People like CEOs and CMOs of leading companies who were still using their careers as forces for change. Activists who'd been in the game for 20 plus years and still had drive and fire and rage and were still pursuing what they did because they believed in it, who weren't yet depleted or burnt out. All these people, these people that I find inspiring, they seem to be artists of optimizing crucial moments, of being able to see when there's an opportunity in a conversation. They know just when to speak up and when to sit down. They know how to put impact over ego They know when to position and when not to position. They know how to navigate in just the right ways. And they understand the nuances of moments, the nuances of impact. That's where the name of the podcast came from. The idea of starting a podcast was something I'd been thinking about since I interviewed on Brock Pachalik and Joel Shackleton's podcast, Reform Millennials, back in December of 2019, so about seven months ago. After the experience, I really wanted to understand what I enjoyed about it because I really did enjoy it a lot. And I think it was a chance to talk about something I was passionate about in an in-depth way and to reflect about things I hadn't yet thought about. I learned things about myself, my own journey, and put it into a conversation in a way I hoped would provide insight or learnings to others. That's the experience I'm working really hard to create for the guests on Nuance of Impact. A reflective process that leaves them feeling awed by their own stories, that leaves them enlightened by their own journeys and achievements, that makes them proud of their work, ready to exit that gas station with a full tank, and gives them that boost to get them through the week. Like the smallest parting gift I can possibly give them for sharing their wisdom and stories with those who listen. These conversations have been my COVID project. This is what I've been spending all my free time on. And so far, the proudest moment was with, and by proud, I mean like, haha, this is actually fun and I'm actually having a great time, (laughs) was when I interviewed Pat and Alex, um, Pat Bruns and Alex Welsh, and Khadija, and again with Khadija Tribble, 
And at some point in the interviews, they had joked that I was playing therapist, which I will say my therapist always said I would be good at. I'm a huge empath, so to be clear, I would be super shitty at being a therapist. There's also things I'm afraid of as I approach launch. The number one thing is I'm really afraid of not doing these stories justice. It's keeping me up at night and it's getting me stuck in my head. Through that, I have to say I'm super grateful for Matt O'Neill. He's the CEO of Ichigo and was the former vice president of brand and media for the Dallas Cowboys. Matt put this post up on LinkedIn about a month ago about how he wanted to support black people in promoting projects, whether that was through branding or media, whatever you have it, he wanted to apply his expertise. He's shown up every step of the way. This guy's literally a stranger and he's just shown up. I couldn't do what I'm doing today without him. To Lauren Nodzak, she's a PR wizard. Your vote of confidence meant everything. Lauren, you reminded me that this process is going to keep getting uncomfortable <laughs> and that there's a voice in my gut and in that voice there is truth. Lauren, I'm listening. This podcast is for specific people. People who are critical and reflective and who appreciate those traits in others. This podcast is for the fundraiser. You'll get an inside view of who corporate and not-for-profit leaders are and how they've approached their careers. This podcast is for the community investment in CSR Die Hard. I am one of you. You'll hear how incredibly interesting and successful C-suite executives pursue impact and create influence. And most importantly, what they've endured to come to a place where that's possible. For me, that's the most interesting and telling part. This is for the young corporate professionals and the student. You'll learn all the shit they didn't teach you in business school. The art of making the choice when to rise up and roar and when to sit the F down and swallow your feelings. Believe these guests when they say they've done the learning for you. But above all, this is for... But above all, this is for people who are described as marginalized. For the minority. I know that we don't often come by mentorship and sponsorship easily. We either sacrifice everything for our work or are the children of people who have. This podcast is for us because it's a dictionary of experiences, nuggets of wisdom from the minds of brilliant, kind, super authentic people that are just like you and just like me who are just trying to make a difference to make things easier for the next, who are trying to hold the door open for the people who come afterwards while making sure the building is in better condition than when they set foot inside structures that sometimes weren't set up for them. This isn't to say that all the folks I've interviewed are BIPOC. They aren't all. But all of them took time out of their evenings and weekends to share their journeys. They made those experiences available, and for that I'm super grateful. It's now just my job to make sure these stories remain accessible. And it's not just an honor and it's not just a responsibility, but it's something, frankly, I'm a little afraid of. As Afdel Aziz said to me, you're letting your curiosity guide you. I've always felt tenacity was my superpower, but frankly, it's worthless without the hearts and minds of these guests. These people who took time out of their 80 bazillion hour weeks to support this project. Brock Pachalik, who astonishes me with his selfless encouragement and guidance. This guy is so relentless with his positivity that you can't help feel like things are not only manageable, but they're simple. Like Pat Bruns and Alex Welsh, the founders of Yamavans, they get asked to do a podcast a week, but they granted me grace and generosity, and they were my first interview. Because of them, I learned lessons on the role of the interviewer, aka I essentially just cut my voice out a lot. Jason White, 
your friendship, your mentorship. Jason grants me career advice that belongs in a book. It's so good. I straight up don't know how to thank him. It boggles my mind because not being able to thank someone properly, if you know me, I'm a big fan of stewardship. I believe it's important. It's driving me crazy. I was telling my mom about the advice he shared, and she made a point of going on about how lucky I was to have a Yoda like Jason, so much so that I thought about videoing my mom as she was talking, because let's be real, thanks from me is one thing, but but thanks from the woman who raised me, that's next level. I decided the video for my mom was... Not only overkilled, but probably just not a great idea. <laughs> Regardless, Jason did not only take the interview, he continues to challenge me and he took a chance on a conversation with a possibility of no ROI. Pat Dossett, the man's got twins at home. He's the CEO of Made For and he was featured in Vogue the week before. He's also the most intentional person I've ever met. He made time. Khadija Tribble, Vice President of CSR for Cure Leaf. She's brilliant. Like I smile just re-watching the snippets of her interview. Her story, her lessons, they're full of power, full of meaning. She's a lion, and I couldn't have asked for a better conversation. Mike Masterman, head of global policy and social impact at Lyft, he gave me his trust and his reflection. It was a gift, and I cherish it. Aftel Aziz. Not only did Aftel make time for an interview, but when fear sunk in on this whole process, he said, put good into the world, and the universe will respond. So here I am, universe. Here is something I think is really good. A collection of beautiful stories and nuggets of wisdom from wonderful people. True leaders. I hope you find meaning in them. I hope they inspire you because their storytellers have inspired me. And there it is, the story of how this came to be. And so I welcome you to Nuance of Impact, the podcast.